In today's episode, the United Nations Assistance Mission to Rwanda removes the majority of its contingents, leaving only 250 troops to face mass killings going on in broad daylight. On the same day, mass killings take place in Butare town, including the University Hospital of Butare, Prefecture Headquarters, and the National University of Rwanda, where Hutu lecturers and students helped killers to identify their Tutsi counterparts. April 21st, 1994, the massacres perpetrated against the Tutsis in the former Jikongoro, Butare, and Jitarama prefectures. On April 21st, 1994, the UN Security Council adopted a resolution 912 amending the UNAMIR mandate and leaving it with only 250 troops. However, General Dallaire, who led the UNAMIR, sent a daily report to the United Nations on the killings of Tutsis in Rwanda. He claimed that the Habjarimana guards and Inherami militia had become like a virus, quickly spreading. The UN, which did not value the information from Dallaire, decided to abandon Rwanda and the killings continued in broad daylight. When the genocide started in Murambi area, local Tutis and others in Mudasomga, Chinyamakara, Musebeya, Muko and other communes began to seek refuge at Murambi. Their authorities told those who fled to Murambi that they would keep them safe while they are together. It was a lie since the interim president, Sindikubgawa Theodore, and his prime minister, Jacques Kambanda, had visited Yukongoro and instructed residents to start the killings. After this meeting, local authorities encouraged the Tutsis to flee to Murambi, lying to them that they would be kept safe. Refugees at various communal and church offices and those their Hutu neighbors had hidden were taken to Morambi by cars or brought by others. Everywhere they passed on their way to Morambi, Inerami stoned them. When they arrived in Morambi, Inerami immediately cut off all water pipes supplying Morambi to get them weakened by thirst before they would kill them. Tutsi refugees decided to slaughter their cows after realizing that they were starving to death. In the following days, Inerami would attack them and they fought back with stones and Inerami would go back. In the dawn of April 20th towards 21st, 1994, around 3 a.m., the gendarmes started firing grenades and shooting at the Tutsi refugees. Inerahamni, CDR supporters, and civilians carrying clubs, machetes, spears, and axes started to finish off those whom guns had not killed and the wounded. Those who participated in the killings of more than 50,000 Tutsis who had taken refuge at the Murambi were the former prefect of Jikongoro Prefecture, Buchibaruta Laurent lives in France. Semakwavo Felicien, the former burgomaster of Nyamagabe commune. Captain Faustin Sebuhura, who led the Jikongoro Gendarmerie. Colonel Simba Alois. Justin Ayurugari, who was in charge of Electrogaz Jikongoro. Venus Nyombaire, who headed the SOS Jikongoro Children's Center. David Karangwa, the registrar in Jikongoro Court. Sales Semigabo, the prosecutor in Jikongoro. Alphonse Sengumuchiza worked in Electrogaz. Gendarme and Inerhamne, including Musekura Alois, Njiruma Sevenust, and others. Murambi was also the French military campsite in the Zone Turquoise, where they had come supposedly to protect Tutsis. That did not happen because a few Tutsis who had survived went to Murambi but were kidnapped and killed by Inerhamne, and the French soldiers did nothing to save them. Some French soldiers raped Tutsi girls and women and committed various other crimes, according to a report by the Mucho Commission. 
At the end of their mission, the French asked people in the Murambi camp to cross over to Congo, assured that they would help them to return to Rwanda. Ineramwe escorted them to Congo with many other refugees because rumors had it that Ngotanyi were killing those left behind. The real reason was that they took them as hostages to use them as human shield once in the Congolese jungles. Murambi Genocide Memorial is home to more than 50,000 victims of the genocide killed in the area and those exhumed from the Gasaka Memorial. The Chanika Catholic Parish in Nyabagabe has a unique history even in the previous massacres of Tutsis because in 1963 a mass massacre took away the lives of many Tutsis who lived there. The international media and various reports highlighted that it was a genocide. The survivors named it a bloody Christmas. From 1990 to 1994, Tutsis who lived in Chanika were again persecuted under the leadership of Rugumestre of Karama Commune, Desire Njezahayo. They were taunted because they were called their accomplices of Ingotanyi, as it had happened in 1963 by calling them accomplices of the cockroaches, Inyenzi, and imprisoning others. On April 8, 1994, Tutsi refugees from Karama, Chinyamakara, Nyamagabe, Rukondo, Karambo, and other communes were gathered at the parish and were welcomed by Father Joseph Nyomugabo. Many fled because Rugumetsenje Zahayo and the councillor toured the entire commune using loudspeakers demanding that those hiding come to Chanika parish promising to protect them. On April 11, 1994, the superior of Karaba, Joseph Nejeinwari, held a meeting with the burgomaster of Rukondo, Karama, and Chinyamakara communes to polish their plans to kill the Tutsis. There was also a terrorist group called Minuar, commanded by Naganira Emmanuel, alias Muturaje, and Rubera. They had received arms from Kano Simba and handed them over to his teams and other killers. The group was in charge of killing Tutsis and lending a hand to fellow killers where the killings had been slow. Many of them used grenades, especially the infamous Nerame members in the area like Kazungu. In the dawn of April 20th to 21st, the militia killed Tutsis who had taken refuge at Murambi. The killers then headed to Chanika on April 21, 1994, at around 10 a.m. to kill Tutsi refugees at the parish. More than 35,000 Tutsis perished. They are buried at Chanika Genocide Memorial. Those who participated in the planning and killing of Tutsis who had taken refuge at Chanika Catholic Parish were led by former prefect of Jikongoro, Lohabu Chiwaruta, Kano Simba Aloys, Superfere Joseph Njeinwari, Burgomestre Njezahayo Desire, MP Mark Hanyurimfura, Munyandinda Joel, Inspector of Primary School of Rukondo Commune, Hurichima and Jean Bosco, Director of Chanika Health Center, Charles Ujirindeje, Deputy Burgomaster of Rukondo, his brother-in-law, Sebatiga Jean Bosco, also called Chinigamazi, Veterinary of Karama Commune, Munyaneza Jean Bosco, Makanie Fodouar, former youth mobilizer of Karama Commune, Jean Baptiste Kaigamba, who worked at the Chanika Health Center. Gahamanyika Lixt, a businessman, councillors including Munyanyindi Kalixt, Bashimubgabo Jean-Baptiste, Murinda Babisha, Hishamunda Charles, youth mobilizer in Yukongoro, Gatari Jean-Damasen, agronomist, Gashara Alphonse, a teacher in Mbazi, Nzunjize Azaria, a secretary in Karaba Sous-Prefecture, Karichezi Chizito, a student at the university and a player of Mukura, Majeza Onesfor, a police officer from Rukondo, Habimana and Munyaneza Suprien, and some cell and sector leaders of Chanika Chibingo Jitega Ngoma Muganza Chiraro Chiyumba and 
Nyanzoga. Ineramwe took part in the killings in the Tutsis of Chanika where Democracy Joseph Elias Rubera, Urinzwe n'Imana Etienne Elias Kazungu, Naganira Emmanuel Elias Muturaje, Muriza Anastas Kaberaviane and his elder brother Gasurira, Nizeimana Tanaz Elias Musebea, Musoni Anselme, Mugambira Polinaire, Bizimana Elias Munyu, Kalamira Maurice, Kaihura Joseph, Mujenga Joseph, Mubiriji Zakari, Rwamakuza Seriak, Rudahanwa Telesfor, Boutieye Alphonse, Mutajudire François Alias Rupijama, Miyed, Nambaje Alphonse, Aloise Kaganda, son of Nguarabashi, Rutebuka Martin, Rwagasana Vena, Bizimana Alias Nderema, Mohaya, son of Mishogoro, Dominique, son of Sizori, Rukaramariko, Senyana, son of Butuyu, and others. Massacres of Tutsis at Kadua Catholic Parish, Nyamagabe. Kadua Parish is in the former Karambo commune, Kadua Sous-Prefecture, of Jikongoro Prefecture. Tutsis who had taken refuge there came from Muko, Musanje, Karambo, and Musebea communes. They started to arrive on April 8, 1994. On April 17, 1994, a gendarme took away their traditional weapons, claiming they were already protected. Before that date... Refugees shared what they had brought from their homes, and a German sister Milgita who led the health center prepared the porridge for children. The priests had sufficient rice, but starved refugees because there was a Burundian priest, Nyangi Robert Atanaz, who was among the organizers of the killing plot. On April 20th, 1994, the priest asked them to buy rice at 500 francs per kilo. He knew that they were going to be killed shortly. They used the money they had remained with to buy the rice. On April 21, 1994, an extensive attack of gendarmes, reservists, and Ineramu with various weapons from Muko, Karambo, Musanje, and Msebea communes came. They first surrounded them, and they killed around 45,000 Tutsis who had sought refuge at Kadua Parish. Only few of them survived. The killings were motivated and led by intellectuals. These included Father Nyangui Robert, Sous-Prefet Joachim Hatejekimana, PDAG project staff called Katasi, Njezahayo Sraton, a former soldier, Karangwa Francois, a court staff, reservist named Gervais, Albert, burgomaster of Muko commune, Inheramwe called Rukokoma, Nhawera, Matawaro, along with other Inheramwe, as well as students from Ruhengeri who had taken refuge there due to the war. All of them were led by gendarmes from Dikongoro on April 8, 1994 under Colonel Simba Alois as their commander. The latter oversaw the so-called civil defense in Dikongoro and Wutale prefectures. The death toll Kadua eventually rose to 47,311. Survivors in the area continued to be killed as Kadua was in a French-controlled area, Zone Turquoise, and that prevented the RPF Ngotanyi from saving them in due time. Massacres of Tutsis at various places in Nongwe commune, Ruhango. At Nongwe mountain, from April 18th to 20th, 1994, some Tutsis went to the hills and tried to defend themselves. Some of the hills include Niranduga, a large gathering of Tutsis from Jisari, Chibanda, Mbuye, Muchinga, in the former Mujinga commune, spent four days fighting the attacks and defeated them. Afterwards, the former burgomaster of Nongwe commune, Kagawa Charles, and the sous-prefet of Ruhango, Placid Koroni, and the gendarme told Tutsis to go to their commune supposedly for protection. The move was to enable the killers to find all of them in one place. 
Another hill from which Tutsis tried to resist Interamwe attacks was at the Gachuruwe Nyakabungo hill. But when there, Burgumestre Kagawa removed them, promising them protection at the commune and encouraged them to go there. It was on April 19, 1994. Nunga Moyakayenzi in Yabitare is also another hill on which Tutsis tried to fight back against Interamwe. They used spears, bows and arrows, and especially stones. Strong Ineramwe attacks came from Nyakabungo and Nongwe sector, spreading them apart and causing them to flee to Tamge and Ruhango. At the same time, those who stayed behind were killed. Tutsi started to flee to Nongwe commune office on April 10, 1994. Because Hutus had begun to burn their houses, kill them, and slaughter their cows, on several hills, Tutsi refugees grouped themselves to defend themselves against Ineramwe. The former Burgumestri Kagawa Charles and the Suprefet Placid Koroni, through sectoral councillors, sent them to the commune office, lying to them that the place was safe. The last Tutsis arrived at the commune on April 19th and 20th, 1994. Even those hiding elsewhere joined. From April 17th to 19th, 1994, Tutsis who had taken refuge at the commune first defended themselves with stones, repelling the attacks until April 20th, 1994. As the authorities gathered Tutsis at Nongwe commune, they also alerted the killers. Ineramwe from Bujesera, Burundians from Nyagahama camp, people and gendarme from Nyanza. They all gathered at Nongwe commune at night on April 20th, 1994 to April 21st, 1994. Attacked the Tutsi refugees and slaughtered them. A meeting led by a gendarme in Mutima between April 17th and 19th, 1994 and attended by authorities including Burgumestre Kagabo and Burundian refugees planned the attack. The attackers crossed Gako instead of Nyakabungo so that the Tutsis could not hear the noise of the cars and flee. When they reached Mitima, they stopped their vehicles and walked by foot under Kagabo's command. On the night of April 20th to 21st, 1994, all attackers met at the commune. Soldiers and police officers shot and threw grenades amidst the crowds. Those who tried to escape were finished off by militia with machetes and other traditional weapons. The killing was very systematic and well-planned due to the above-mentioned Mitima meeting. The massacres of Tutsis in the valley of Nyamukumba, Ruhango, that took place on 21st April 1994. Nyamukumba is at two kilometers from the Nongwe commune office on the way to Ruhango. It is a place where there is a vast valley. The site was named the Apocalypse of Tutsis due to many Tutsis who were killed after they had escaped the grenades, bullets and machetes from the commune office attacks. Government soldiers installed guns on the hills around Nyamukumba, wherever you'd flee to, they'll be watching you because it is a big valley surrounded by hills. Those who escaped from the commune turned to that valley as other escapeways were closed. Ineramwe from Bujesera, soldiers and gendarmes fired at them and turned them into Nyamukumba Valley. The militia groups at Chinazi and Nyagahama also included Burundians. When they all arrived at Nyamukumba, soldiers and militia in the mountains who were ready to shoot fired their guns at once. Ineramwe with machetes, Clubs and spears finished off the survivors of gunshots. There was a lot of crying and a lot of people died. The place was named Imheruka Nyamukumba, literally meaning the apocalypse of Nyamukumba. Massacres of Tutsis at Rutabo CND Ruhango. The so-called CND pit was excavated in 1992 and located behind the primary school of Rutabo A. 
Many Tutsis were killed and dumped in the pit. Even those killed elsewhere were brought there. The place borrowed its name from CND in Kigali, where the RPF forces who had come to protect the RPF leaders lived. In other words, according to the criminal reasoning of the Junisidaires, killing Tutsis at the pit equaled sending them to meet their brothers at CND in Kigali. The attack on that pit was led by Nsabima Anajak, who led CDR in Nongwe, known as Pilot, because anyone who was going to be killed at the CND pit was first tortured by him. Some of the most prominent names in the massacres were Kagabo Charles, who was the burgomaster of Nongwe commune, Placide Koroni, who was the sous-prefet of Ruhango sous-prefecture, councillors who governed all 13 sectors of Nongwe commune, soldiers like Hitawatuma, Ruchira Gabiro of Nyabusinzu at Kamugunga, Vicent from Birara, Viane also from Nyabusinzu, a citizen named Ninhanguranwa who burned a baby on the charcoal stove at Jishari of Kareva, Kareva councillor Kanyande Kwezefani, and Kajeruka, a teacher, Nsabima Najak, nicknamed Pilot, a businessman called Simon Munyenhama, and his elder brother from Kareva, Nahayo Floha, and unknown Burundians who lived in Nyagama camp, the latter grilled and ate hearts of killed Tutsis. Massacres of Tutsis at Karama Catholic Church, Runyinya, Huye. On April 8, 1994, Tutsi refugees started arriving at Karama. They came from Ramba and Yukongoro Prefecture to Karama Parish. They arrived exhausted, hungry, traumatized, and some of them seriously injured. On April 10, 1994, Hatajikimana de the former burgomaster of Runyinya, invited all Hutu councillors and cell leaders, all Hutu dignitaries the director of a Barak Secondary School and businessman, to the genocide preparation meeting. By the time the meeting was ongoing, the militia had erected two roadblocks, one at the commune courtyard and the other at the center where police controlled them. Serut Kodamie, who led Muyanji cell, was denied entry because he was a Tutsi. On April 11, 1994, Burgumestra Tejikimana de took a policeman named Gatitiba Thomas on a commune motorcycle to Ramba. They ordered Tutsi refugees to go to Karama. Many refugees arrived that day, including many who were wounded. Father Ngobirachiza Francois took the critically injured to the university hospital in Butare. At the same time, he was seeking help to assist many refugees in Karama. From April 14th to 16th, 1994, Tutsi houses were set on fire in all areas around Karama and started on the same day in Nyarusanje, Mukongoro, Chibingo, Buhoro, Bunazi, Warugondo, all refugees gathered at Karama Church, in classes, at the markets, had come from Jikongoro and Butare communes of Runyinya, Rguamiko, Mubuga, Chinyamakara, Huye in Muyogoro, Marawa, Mudasomga, Nyachizu, Rusenje, and Chivu. They were all counted and classified according to their sectors of origin. On April 16, 1994, Nyandagara was the first Tutsi in Karama to be killed. He perished at a bar in Chibingo. On April 18, 1994, the Burgumestre and the police took a treasurer of a cooperative called Kopiaru to show them the keys to the safe and immediately killed him. The killers cut water pipes and poured pesticides into the Agatenga River to kill the refugees by poison and thirst. Burgumester Tejikima Nadeo brought gendarmes who are Karama natives, including Tkwajirumuchiza Charles. They brought bullets and guns. The Burgumester slaughtered a cow for them and lied to the Tutsi refugees that gendarmes had come to protect them. 
On April 20th, 1994, gendarmes led by Rgwasamanzi and Chimasa, who worked in a pirate project, went to Bunazi to kill using grenades. Tutsis were taken refuge there. Survivors came and joined others in Karama. That night, Father Ngomirachiza told refugees that there was no refuge at the parish. Those who tried to flee were pushed back at Rugondo's roadblock by stones from militiamen who were stoning them. On April 21, 1994, Ineramwe carrying clubs and machetes entered the refugee camp. Around 9 a.m., the Ineramwe militia wearing dried banana leaves surrounded the camp and began killing Tutsi refugees. They took the children who had survived the massacres and put them together. They made porridge for them and poisoned it. After drinking the porridge, all the children died. Karama is the final resting place for over 70,000 victims of the genocide against the Tutsi. Gashinje is a hill located in Gasharu village, Nyamirembesel, Karama sector, Kamanyi district. In the past, it was in Kayenzi commune, which Mbaruche Jean governed. On April 19, 1994, Tutsis fled to the hill from Nyabichenye, Rutobge, Musasa, Taba communes, and elsewhere. They were attacked on April 19, 1994, by a militia from their communes. The Tutsis defended themselves using stones and defeated them. The attackers decided to cut down banana plantation and the forests in that area. Thus, there was no more hiding place for Tutsis. On April 21, 1994, a major attack comprising of soldiers, police, and civilians led by Buyumbu took place. Buyumbu had also led the Bibari attacks. To exterminate Tutsis, they first used grenades, guns, and in Iramu used other weapons including machetes, small holes, sharp sticks, axes, spears, and many more. The killing started in the early morning and ended in the afternoon. Survivors and others found in their homes were taken at Nyabarongo. Others were convened and taken to Nyamirembe sector ground called CND. Chakabiri is in Chigaramasel, Cheza sector, Mohanga district. This is a well-known place in the area due to the heavy roadblocks at which about 100 Tutsis were killed. The roadblock was set up on April 14, 1994, as the massacres in Utobge started on April 13, but most people were killed at the roadblock on April 21, 1994. Tutsis had been killed at this roadblock both before and after the date of the 21st and continued to be murdered there until the RPF stopped the killings in the area. Those killed were thrown in the nearby pit called CND after being brutally slaughtered, tortured with traditional weapons, wooden clubs with nails called Namhongano Yumganzi, sickles, sharp sticks, machetes, and others. Generally, Tutsis in that area were heartlessly killed, their body parts cut off, slowly and gradually killed. In the same area, Tutsis were poisoned. The killers took the traditional pesticide, diluted it in bottles, and made Tutsis drink it, saying they would love it since they loved milk. The perpetrators of the massacres included former Minister of Youth and Association, Nzabonima Anakalixt, who was at the forefront of Rutobge massacres. He was using his combi car on which he mounted speakers and mobilized people while going to his home in Nyakabanda commune, urging Hutus that their enemy is the Tutsi. Nzabonimana also brought many machetes in his car, distributed them to the crowds on the road. He also had grenades that he gave to only selected few people whom he knew knew how to use them. There were also others like Seromba Bartazar, who was the MDR secretary at the communal level, Muvuzamhama, MDR vice president, Marabanyi, Aidini, Dusabe, Kamayana, 
Harindichije, and others. After the genocide, the bodies were exhumed from Chakabidi Pit and buried in Kayumbu Memorial, which includes 428 bodies from Rutobge. The memorial is built in Kayumbu sector of Kamonyi district. Mare is currently located in Tumba sector of former Huye commune. As the genocide got underway in the area, all the people joined forces and went to Myogoro to avert the killers from Nyaruguru. On April 20, 1994, Burgumestre Rumesha Jonathan, who governed Huye commune, held a meeting for militia only after expelling the Tutsi. On April 21, 1994, militia started setting on fire Tutsi homes, followed by killings of hundreds of Tutsis. Militia looting and destroying Tutsi houses. Soldiers, gendarmes, and civilians joined in the massacres of Tutsis. They went to the top of the hill of Nganza Jihendo and started shooting on Tutsis wherever they were gathered. Those killed were from Musanje, Mhare, Vumbi, Jishamvu, and Nyaruguru. More than 11,000 Tutsis perished. On the forefront of the planning and perpetrating the genocide are Burgumestre Ruremesha Jonathan and MP Banyanjirichi Zakari. He held a meeting in Kabuga to incite Hutus to kill Tutsis, where he openly said, the enemy we are fighting is a Tutsi, wherever he is. The killers involved were Hanindinwari Teogen, who went to Butare town to fetch fuel to burn Tutsi homes. He got it from Hawari Maurice, Buyenje Charles, who was the councillor of Musanje sector. Nzabahima Anaviane, who was the councillor of Mare sector. Hangima Anakrizostom, who fled to Zambia. Wungurubge Njeogiste, who escaped from prison and fled to South Africa. Mondi Mazuru, who was a driver in the agricultural project, DGB, and later fled to Malawi and others. Jishubi sector during the genocide was led by councillor Ujirashebuja Francois, who led the killings in collaboration with his colleagues, the councillor of Nyaranzi sector bordering Jishubi. Genocide preparatory meetings were held in Gabiro at the home of Innocent Mukurarinda, the accountant of Chiwai commune. Renowned killers who killed Tutsis in Geshubi area are Ujira Shewuja Francois, councillor of Geshubi sector, Mukurarinda Innocent, who later fled to Uganda, Ubari Jero Gaspar, a police officer who shot many Tutsis, Murichinga Viater, who was also known as MDR, Nawavuchira Jerome, Matene of Rubai, Yoboka Anastase, Munyagandwi Anastas, Ndechezi Augustin, Nyangui François, Rguamakuba, Bujinifura Vincent, Semi Chacha, Kabandana Jean Bosco, Nirishema Savier, Ugaragaye Emmanuel, Shirambere François Alias Nyabarongo, Ngumvaneza Alexandre, a teacher, Ngwenyerezi Viane, Nionjira Bonaventure, a police officer, Mbazguritieba Cassier, who was also a soldier, Ruzindana, son of Zirubanje, who fled to South Africa. Rujia Emmanuel, who was sentenced to life imprisonment but escaped from prison and fled to Europe. Havujima Anatol, who was a student at the university but died a few years after the genocide. Rutebuka Alexandre, who was a youth mobilizer at Muganza Commune. Mnyangan Givenust, who pleaded guilty to genocide crimes. Burundians from the family of Mushatsi, who shot many Tutsis using bows. Among them, there was Karuhije, Machumi, Sechimonyo, Muhitira, and Ndururute. Shortly after the tragic history, they returned to Burundi. On April 20, 1994, the militia spent the whole night burning down Tutsi houses and started killings on April 21, 1994. Tutsis killed in Gishubi were residents and others who had fled to the area from Ndora, Musha, and Jikongoro. They were slaughtered in thousands on Thursday, April 21, 1994. Some of them 
the wounded, were finished off on Friday, April 22, 1994. Afterwards, the killings continued in Musha on Saturday, April 23, 1994, and then in Kabuye. More than 2,000 Tutsis were killed in Jishubi sector and the surrounding areas. At each road junction, roadblocks were erected. At the sector's office, there were two roadblocks set up at the Gabiro Center, at Busave, at Gafita, at Gatare, at Muskwa, at Zanwe, on the road to Chigozi, and Mbonwa at Bitare. Jishui is exceptional because no Tutsis survived the killings. One of those who were found breathing in the piles of lifeless bodies was hunted down within the sector bordering Jishubi until he was identified and killed. The lone survivor is the one who managed to flee outside the sector and go somewhere far. Massacres of Tutsis in Mugusa commune, Jisagara. The genocide planning meetings were held at Iga building chaired by local MRND president Muramba Augustin. It was attended by Kanyabikari Telesfor, Ngango Viater, Mukasangwa Ales, Sekamana Jean-Marie Vianney, Muzidirgoa François, Muhozi Bernard, and others. Massacres of many Tutsis took place at Musha Business Center, at Chai Sector, Murama, and Musha Health Center. At the forefront of the killings were Kawaiza André, the Burgumestre of Mugusa Commune, Ngango Viater, the councillor of Musha Sector, Muramba Augustin, the inspector of primary schools, Kanyabikari Telesfor, the director of primary school. There were also police officers including Gasasira, Panweri, and Emmanuel Sanzimana. There was also Sibomana Inyas who led the attacks and Habyarimana Stanislas who controlled the roadblocks at Musha Center. On April 19, 1994, Theodor Sindhu who was the president of the so-called Abatabazi government, convened a meeting in the conference hall of Butare Prefecture. Prefecture authorities at different administrative levels were invited and given instruction to start the killings. They were instructed to kill all Tutsis and that anyone who opposed the killings or tried to save Tutsis would be killed as well. The meeting started with an announcement removing Dr. Jean-Baptiste Habyarimana, who was a Tutsi who was at the helm of Butare Prefecture, replacing him by Nsabimana Sylvain. On April 20, 1994, the new prefect immediately called a meeting for all burgomestres. All sector leaders had meetings with cell leaders on the same agenda. In all these meetings, no Tutsi could attend, even if he was a part of the leadership. In Butare town, many Tutsis were killed on the prefecture headquarters. At Butare Hospital, CHUB, the University Hospital of Butare, at the military school ISO in the Arbertum Forest within the Rwanda National University, at the university itself, in Sorgwar, a matchbox factory, at Yaveka Butare, at Groupe Scolaire Officiel de Butare, in the forest around Karayes Butare, in the Museum Forest, at Ngoma Catholic Parish, at Matiazo Health Center, at Tiargua, a place called Gateme, and at various roadblocks that were set up at Fokon, at Mukoni, in front of Dr. Sindikubugawa Teodori's house, in front of Nahobari Maurice's house, and Pauline Niramasuko's home, at Vihira Juvenile's building, at the upper side of the National Museum, in Urguavuye, etc. Tutsis who had fled to the Groupe Scolaire Officier de Butare started being killed on April 21, 1994. They were slaughtered by Nerhamwe militia together with government soldiers. On the same day, those who were at the National University of Rwanda were also killed. Several Hutu lecturers and professors helped the killers to identify their Tutsi colleagues. The former were actively participating in killings on various roadblocks, namely at Mukoni and the Trujira Amandes building, now known as Shesebukangaga. 
Tutsis who are still alive were being rounded up at the prefectural headquarters at the Anglican Church, at the Wutare Hospital, CHUB, at the hospital, a tent had been mounted in front of the dermatology and pediatrics department. Tutsis were being killed during the night, and at around 9 a.m., a truck would come to collect corpses to be disposed of in a mass grave. Those who had fled to prefecture headquarters on April 19, 1994, were killed. Women being raped, and every night a car would come to pick those men to be killed. The killings were supervised by Arsene Shalom Naobari, Nyiramasu Kopolina, Joseph Kanyabashi, Jumapili and Senjiumva. The massacres were led by Prefense Bimana, gendarmes and soldiers. Nyiramasuko went to the Anglican church, known as EAR, and ordered all the refugees who were there in the church to come out. Using a megaphone, she was calling on the Hutu community and other residents to cut the bushes and remove dirt from the Butari town. All the Tutsi refugees then sought refuge at the prefecture headquarters. Local authorities brought buses to take all the refugees on the Burgumestre Kanyabashi's orders. They were being taken to a place called Nyanje, but the killers who were escorting the buses started killing them near Chibirizi. The few who survived were brought back at the prefecture headquarters. Later, the authorities came to clean the city and took the few Tutsis who had survived Turango, where they lived in harsh conditions until RPF soldiers arrived and rescued them in early July. On April 30th, 1994, Tutsis who had fled to Ngoma Parish were killed. Those leading the killings in Wutare town included Burgumestri Kanyabashi Joseph, Munyagashete Isaac, and his son, Desire Munyaneza, Naobari Arsene Shalom, Nidamasuko Polina, Niruhan Jean, Kaibanda Gil Nhiko, Joseph Nzabirinda alias Biroto, Remera Simeon, Semnaga Felix, Karabaranga Isai, Murangwa Innocent, Emmanuel Setakwe, Jacques Abimana, who was the Ngoma sector councillor, and many others. There were also soldiers and Burundian refugees. The following are the places in Butare town where many Tutsis were killed on April 21, 1994. At Butare prefecture headquarters, Tutsis from various places had gathered there, those from Chigari, Nyaruguru, Jikongoro, Butare, Karama, and other places. Tutsis suffered hunger and were deprived of water. Women were raped. Cars were coming to pick those men to be killed. Later, buses took several Tutsis to be killed at Nyanje in Chibirizi and Gateme in Chargwa at the University Teaching Hospital of Wutare, CHUB. In addition to Tutsi patients and their family members who were attending to them, doctors and nurses, several other Tutsi refugees, including some who were seriously wounded, were all mercilessly slaughtered. The refugees were grouped in a tent while the rest were gathered in the dermatology department, theater, and in front of the hospital mortuary. Every morning at around 9 a.m., a blue Daihatsu truck would come to collect the corpses. The seriously wounded were suffering without assistance. Groups of dozens and more were being taken to the military school ISO and the ERST forest. Others were being taken to the prefecture headquarters. They would all end up killed by Iner Hamge, working with government soldiers and Burundian refugees who were in town. At EAR Butare, Tutsis were killed by hunger and thirst. No one was there to give them anything. Nyiramasuko came and spoke through a loudspeaker and called on killers to clean the church surroundings. They pulled Tutsis from their hiding and beat them all the way to the prefecture headquarters, then parked them in cars and went to kill them in places far away. Most of them who were taken to Nyanji in Chibirizi were killed there. 
At the Arbertum Forest of the National University of Rwanda, the university was surrounded by heavy roadblocks. One was at the front gate near Sebukangaga's building, another at Mukoni. Several Tutsis were killed at the university, in the Arbertum Forest, and at the roadblocks. They included Tutsi students, teachers or lecturers, university staff, and Tutsi refugees. A special operation was conducted to find out all Tutsis were hiding in the Arbertum Forest. The killers made one big line and moved step by step to ensure that everyone in hiding was captured and killed. At EAV Kavutari, EAV students and those who were brought there from Group Scolaire de Salle, Djumba, were killed on orders of school director Teofiri Mbarushimana, Asanto Jitera Joseph Habjarimana, the founder of Aprosoma and the brain behind the famous Ten Hutu Commandments in 1959. The school erected a genocide memorial in memory of all who were killed at its vicinity. At former ISO, now IPRC South, during the genocide, government soldiers who were injured from the war were brought there and joined others. Throngs of Tutsis were brought there and killed by the soldiers. Women were being raped before knowing a terrible death. At Rugango, Tutsis started arriving on Sunday, 17th April 1994 in the afternoon. They were coming from Marawa commune. On the following day, all those from the hills of Rugango parish came to seek refuge at the parish. They were living in the workshop area and in schools. Many others had fled to Jihindamuyaga Monastery and were camped in what they called Camp de Jeanne. Others had fled to Sovu at the health center of the Benedict Sisters. Tutsis who had taken refuge at Rugango Parish were massacred on April 21, 1994, in the morning from around 8 a.m. The killers were led by Rechirao Emmanuel, who also led other attacks that killed Tutsis in the communes of Marawa, Mbazi, Huye, and Ruhasha. Several Tutsis who are from the former Nyaruhenje commune were ordered by Burgumestre Kabeza Charles to flee to the commune headquarters where they were killed in the night of April 21, 1994. Victims were tortured while women were raped. They were asked to dig graves in which they would be thrown after getting killed. Others were thrown in toilets alive. Sector councillors were using loudspeakers to tell residents that peace had been restored to ensure that Tutsis come out of their hiding. Those who were buying their tricks were being immediately killed. Dogs were being used to sniff and hunt down the Tutsis still hiding in the bushes. There were roadblocks at different strategic locations. Kujitichu Muchiza, there was a roadblock led by a female called Jacqueline, a sister to Gapiri. At Bashingwa, there was a roadblock manned by ladies including Muka Mugunga Felicite, Musanga Nire, Furaha and Dusawe. At a place called Mumbeho, there was a roadblock led by Karambizi Alphonse. At Nyaruhenjiri sector, there was a roadblock led by Ruchahana Nikodemu. The leading killers included Kaveza Charles, who was the burgomaster of Nyaruhenjiri commune, Mujarugamba Pascal, who was the commune's brigadier, Ruberaba Hizivenust, the commune's veterinary, Nsabo Muchiza Foste, councillor of Chibirizi sector, Hachizayezo Augustin, Sematama Gaspar, who had come from Kansi to kill at Chibirizi, Kavamahanga Charles, Musonera Bartazar, Habdiarimana Noel, Munyashaka Francois, etc. Thank you for listening to another episode of Kwibuka Podcast. As always, make sure you leave us a review, sharing what you like about the podcast, and share with others who would be interested in listening.